Hello and welcome to Landscape Photography World. I'm Grant Swinburne and I'll be your host on the show discussing the world of landscape photography. This time I'll be talking to Marissa Knight about her landscape photography journey. Marissa is based on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland and loves spending her time capturing sunrise and sunset images. We'll be getting to know Marissa a little better and we'll talk about how she got started with landscape photography, what drives her passion for seascapes and landscapes, and some interesting adventures on her travels. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, Marissa. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Really good, thanks, and thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure. Absolute pleasure. How's things in sunny Queensland? Yeah, really good. Been really nice weather, apart from this lockdown we've just been forced into. Yeah, that's that's till Sunday fun. now. <laughs> no, but but you know, I I really can't complain because you know we've had it pretty easy up here. So yeah, the weather's been nice, pretty warm too. So it was like twenty six degrees today. So oh, very warm, nice and warm. warm. Winter, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we had a pretty warm weekend ourselves. It was about uh, twenty three degrees, which uh, you know, middle of winter down here in Sydney is pretty pretty rare. But I, I suspect with global warming, we're going to cop a bit more of that. But uh, yeah. anyway, when, yeah. when was the last time you got out to shoot? Uh, on Thursday, uh, I went out to a place called Boring Point at Lake Catharaba, which is near Noosa yep. for sunrise. Um, nice. The clouds and the conditions were looking really good. So, uh, yeah, set the alarm and, and headed out there and, yeah, didn't disappoint. So they got a little, uh, just a tiny little jetty there, um, which I hadn't headed to for a little while. So, you know, you try and mix mix places up where where I try and head to shoot. It's always, you know, try and come up with not always going to the same place. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Even though I got my (laughs) favourites. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I do have my favourites, of course. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, I thought I'd head out to this particular place, and um, I hadn't been to for a little while. Sure, sure. And it and it turned out a really nice sunrise. There was That's a bit way. of wind around. Yeah, there was a bit of wind around, so uh, I just used the filters to create a longer exposure. Yeah, pick up some yeah. of that uh, cloud movement and uh, the... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and it turned out so really nice. So, What what, what got you into pho- photography? Um, well, it was more uh, probably just after I got married uh, in two th- around 2000 when we started travelling, um, just heading out to different different locations and new places and I guess just capturing those memories really Uh, yeah right um just different different scenery and um yeah just really um just progressed into more um not just taking a quick photo here and there just wanting to so what, what yeah, was the transition like? What what sort of sparked the interest to move from, you know, every, everybody kind of starts with snapshots and just, you know, recording things around them. What what sort of sparked the interest to move from that to uh, you know, what you do I now? Started really, I started really liking long exposure photography. Sure. Uh, so 
um, started with the old circular um, ND filters on the end yep, of my lens, yep. capturing that um, water movement and uh, cloud cloud movement. And I got my first DSLR. Uh, it was probably around 2007. Yep. Um, it was a Canon D40. Okay, yep. Uh, a 40D, actually, they call the Canons. I still got that camera too. That was my first serious camera. Yeah. Because I wanted yeah. to play around more with that long exposure. And like I said, I just started with the circular filters on the end of the lens. And I really liked capturing waterfalls and that back then. Um, yeah, cool. Probably more so, even though I still love capturing waterfalls now. Oh, who doesn't? I, I love a good waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing better oh, yeah, than standing knee deep in freezing cold water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just going to when we just started travelling a lot and and like I said, I just my interest was getting more into that long exposure back then and it just sure. all escalated from there. And then, yes, capturing sunrise and sunsets and just all the different, um, of course, everyone's always, the, it's always different light and the clouds and yep. um, yeah, just capturing that um, magic. I mean, really. do you say long exposure is your, your main style or you, do, you, do you try um, and mix it up a bit? I, I do. I, I do love mixing it up because I think that keeps, you, you know, everything uh, I guess it's more interesting, I, I think, yeah. and I like doing a few different things. Um, more so, uh, I love hiking and stuff like that too. So I like getting out and about, climbing up, you know, mountains and things yeah, like it's that. A, it's, and long it's, a, it's a common combo, isn't it? You, you you decide to climb a mountain, so you you stick about thirty <laughs> kilos of gear and on a backpack and carry it up. <laughs> I know, I know, and then some <laughs> yeah, you just end up using one lens or something. That's or, right, yeah. you know. <laughs> but then, but then I've been to so many different spots, and then if you don't take, you know, your different lenses, you end up going, oh god, I wish I had that the more zoom lens. Yeah. So you can yeah. zoom on a particular mountain or. A, or a spot, so yeah, you end up lug lugging everything around all the time. Why I do? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've trimmed down a bit. I I carry like three lenses, uh, the body, and you know, just spare cards and that, and the filters now, and and the tripod, of course. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's ba basically I mean. try and restrict myself to that because I used to have a, a, a large backpack and that's that all fits into a, a, a small sort of sling style one which goes over one shoulder. But um, yeah, I, I, I just found for, for me, particularly doing seascaping, finding somewhere dry to keep it, um, that it wasn't yeah. going to uh, also walk off on its own because uh, somebody took an interest in it. That, that was, uh, you know, so I, I, I basically leave that on pretty much whenever I'm shooting and uh, just swing it yeah. around in front of me so that I can get at the, get at the lenses or other gear. Um, it just makes yeah. it really easy. But, um, yeah, 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 I know. So, 
Yeah, I know. I mean, I know a lot of people would still carry a, a, a lot of gear around, but um, as I say, I'm I'm usually usually uh, at least ankle deep, if not knee deep, in water somewhere. So uh, it gets a bit precarious mm-hmm. if you're uh, if yeah. if you're trying to take a backpack off and balance that. Yeah. You know, oh not, yeah. Not knock over the tripod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's exactly right. I've had a. a quite a few scary instances slipping on rocks. I've slipped yeah. over quite a few. What, what, what's, the, yeah. what's the worst one you've had? Oh, I've had a few doozies. Um, I've been like shooting a waterfall and balancing on some rocks and slipped over and I've just saved my camera and lens from falling into the water. I mean, yeah. just, but I, I landed really badly and sort of, I didn't break anything, but sort of hurt my you know, I think I hurt my leg and hurt me butt a bit from falling over. And but luckily, yeah, my camera and that it, it sort of I fell back and I sort of grabbed the camera. Yeah. Um, another time, uh, I was shooting down at Moffat Beach for sunrise, and the when the tide goes out, the rocks get really, really slippery, and they don't actually, of course, they don't look real slippery. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, yeah, and I'd just been shooting at one spot and got up to move to another area and, you know, I thought, oh, yep, I'm going to be stepping really careful here and next thing um, I've slipped slipped over backwards and the camera and tripod's gone with me and I've smacked the back of my camera and I thought I'd broken the LCD screen and um, oh, filters and everything. But luckily, I, I, I sort of just cracked around the eyepiece of my camera. It's still, the D850 still has a cracked eyepiece from when I fell over. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I, don't, I don't think there's a, a, a landscape photographer, at least anyone that does waterfalls or seascapes that, that <laughs> hasn't had an incident like that. I, mean, I, I know I've drenched my gear a, a couple of times and... Uh, you know, give, given the waterproofing a bit of a test out. But, um, yeah, yeah. L- luckily, luckily I haven't physically broken anything yet, you know, touch wood. But, uh, you know, I, I know it will happen at some point. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> when I'll, you least expect it. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I'll either slip over or, the, or I'll drop my bag or something and, you know, something will break. Yeah. Or, uh, or one of those rogue waves to come yeah. and, you know, wash <laughs> off your feet. <laughs> You always think that you've got the ocean worked out and, you know, there's one that one wave that comes in a lot faster and quicker than you expect yeah. it. And so I've been caught out yeah, a few there's times. There's always there. one, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. So what, yeah. what, is, your, what is your shooting um, and processing workflow look like? How, what, do you, what do you do when you get set up? You know, you, you're there at a waterfall or wherever and... Uh, what what what's going through your mind? What what are you what are you thinking about? Um, uh, well, I try and look for um, composition, something for a bit of foreground interest, uh, something you know to lead into the image, I guess. Um, yeah, so I just look for something that really catches my eye, and sort of to frame up whether or not it be rocks or trees yep. or. Um, just something that catches catches my eye, um, 
And sometimes I, I can find it really hard to find a composition when you go out somewhere. And then other yeah. times, just like that's it, I can put my tripod down. I know exactly the, find the spot and go, yep, that's perfect. And then other times I can, can sort of struggle, but everyone probably does that when they get to a location, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if it's a location you've never been. Uh, so yeah, I just I just look for something that that catches my eye uh, yeah, to sure. to frame up really. Um, yeah, so. Right. So where, where, yeah. what do you what do you what do you then do when you you know you, you you're shooting? What what's what's your process? Do you do bracketing or are you trying to get everything in the one shot or are you? Uh, depends um if it's the sunrise and sunset and the lights yeah the big contrast um and i try for you to shoot a few different exposures uh like i might under and overexpose a little bit and then i can always blend those exposures if i have to in uh, photoshop or lightroom yep uh i mean and then sometimes I will focus stack, like if I'm at a waterfall, just to um, focus that stack on different areas. Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. in case, again, I can't get that um, in the one shot. So I, I do try and take quite a few different um, images when I'm in a location, just so I've also, I've, I've always got those um, images there. The worst thing is only taking a few when, and your focus is out or you've yeah. overexposed. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've come home disappointed with a with a couple of shoots occasionally, you know, where you you, you yeah. try it, particularly when you are trying to focus stack and you you realize yeah. that you've you've missed something yeah. critical, you know, sort of in the mid-ground. Yeah. You haven't quite nailed it. And it's just yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, spo spoils the thing for me a little bit, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, I've learned that over the years yeah. um, to definitely do a lot of different exposures and um, and focusing and stuff like that, just so you know you you can blend those exposures or um, and focus back if you need to. Sure. Um, so what do you what do you do once you finish shooting? You get home? Do you uh, get straight into processing or leave it to ferment for a bit? Depends um, on what I've been shooting. If I'm really excited at, about a particular, um, if I've been at a particular location, I'm really excited about those photos. I'll download them as soon as I can and try and have a play around with and have a look at them and, and edit. Um, I, I try not to do too much editing. I'm yep. always quite short for time as we all are and... Um, yeah, but I like to have a look at the images first. And if, if I find that um, it's taking me a bit too long to edit a particular photo or if I have to um, stack the images or stuff like that, I generally leave it and come sure. back to it. Uh, but sometimes I can just open up an image and go, yep, that's perfect. It's exactly what I want. And do yeah, some some, sometimes the one really pops out, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's and then other times it's you sort of have to just leave them for a bit and come back to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't always, um, don't always jump out at you. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I don't tend to spend too much time editing. Um, I don't, I don't like over editing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think like light, 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 subtle touch is the best way. Yeah. Yeah. I just um, like to just, you know, try and do as little editing. But if I can't edit, um, like very quickly, I always have to come back to it. Yeah. No, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. So when when you're out shooting, what do you, what do you? Um, I, I know you you're shooting uh, Nikon at the moment. Is that right? Yeah. So um, I've I've had um, Nikon since 2014. I started with the the D810. Yeah. Um, and then when the D850 came out, which was 2018. I switched over to that one there, and then um, just recently I've just changed over to the mirrorless system. I had Nikon ask me to uh, become a Z creator. Yep. Okay. Cool. So, um, yeah, they they sort of contacted me about that if I was interested in it, and I said, "Yep, definitely." Yeah. Why not? <laughs> he would be interested, and 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 my D850 was getting a few few years old now, even though I still got it. Yeah. Um, I was looking to um, upgrade soon, anyway. So no, yeah, it's good. So that... it's good when you get support like that from uh, you know the, the the camera makers and so forth. It's it's it, it's nice to see them supporting, uh, particularly here in yeah. Australia, some some local talent. I think it's great. Yeah, no, so that was really good. And so now I'm just trying to adjust to the mirrorless, uh, which I'm really loving at the moment. Um, yeah, what, what, the, what do you see is the biggest difference between the mirrorless and the DSLR in terms of when you're shooting? What is there is, is there any real difference or is it just that, you know, you, you, you get better, uh, you know, contrasts or better um, dynamic range? Um, yeah, the dynamic range is very similar to the, the Z7 II is what I'm shooting with at the moment. It's very similar yep. to the D850. Um, it, it actually isn't a great deal of difference at all, just a lot lighter. Um, the detail is, is probably that little, I'd say the detail's a little bit better, but then I'm shooting with the new Z lenses and they're just exceptional. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The 14 to 24 f 2.8 um, lens. It's just an amazing piece of glass, and the um, new 24 to 70 f 2.8 mil lens in, um, is yeah, they're both exceptional lenses. So I think I think that's making a huge difference on the sharpness um, yeah. of, of my images. Which when I first started shooting with them, I just went wow, um, just from edge to edge sharpness. Yeah, so there's no there's no sort of blur in the corners anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah or not as much. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. so much sharper, and um, the EVF, the viewfinder, I'm I'm really quite liking the yep. electronic viewfinder, uh, and just seeing what like what I'm seeing through that is what I'm pretty much capturing. Yeah, great. So, 
I just find that's just so much easier um, with your workflow when you're out shooting. Yeah, it makes a big difference when you can see what it is that you you, yeah. you can capture. It's um, yeah. yeah. I know, you know, going from some of the older cannons that I, I had, which was sort of very entry level when I first started uh, with digital, and, uh, you know, you, you kind of look at it and go, yeah, well, that doesn't quite look like what I remember seeing, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of probably like like my old Canon 40D that I've still got here yeah. that the kids pull out sometimes and still works. A uh, bit of old, um, bit of fungus and stuff in the lens and, uh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. You can still have a bit of a play around with it. You don't have to worry about it too much. Yeah. But so what, yeah, what's, what, not, what's your favourite piece of kit that you just can't live without? So I, would, I love my wide-angle lens, so the 14 to 24mm f2.8 yeah. lens. Um, would have to be my favourite lens, I guess, because I'm shooting landscapes and I'm basing because I can use it for Astro too, which I haven't done a lot this year. Yep. That would have to be my favourite um, favorite lens that I'd make sure I've always got. Um, so definitely my favourite lens to use. Sure. And then, yeah, my second favourite would have to be the 24 to 70 mil and, and well, of course, the filters as well. So um, filters are pretty much a necessity. So I run quite a few different filters. Yeah. So you're using a, a filter system or are you using screw-on circulars or? Um, so I had the slide-in square filters. Yep. And I've just recently changed to magnetic um circular is that uh, case is it yeah so i'm yeah. trying those at the moment yeah, yeah they make like changing them. filters a lot easier <laughs> i think yeah so i'm actually loving that because it's just I, I you've got the uh ring already fixed to my different lenses and yeah. all i gotta yep. do is pull them out and just clip straight on nice uh, the only thing is if you don't have fingernails you know getting between the lenses it can make a little bit all right. difficult pulling apart. <laughs> but, um, I just because sometimes, like as we all can be, might be running a bit late for that really nice sunrise or sunset, yeah. and it just just makes it so quick and easy. Just you know, yeah, just, pop them on. Oh, easy to pull off, pop on. Makes it a snap, yeah. Yeah, literally. So, um, definitely um, filters. So my favourite lens and. And filters. Yeah. So you on, on your Instagram, it, it mentions you got a DJI. Do you use that much? I, I, I just um, looking through your your Instagram, I can't see. I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't been. I should dust it off a little bit more. I guess I had this bit of a a scary moment with it um, last year where I near, nearly took it for a dive into the ocean. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I let the battery go too flat, of course. and yeah, um, Didn't make it and home. No, nah, well, it did, <laughs> but it was touch and go and I couldn't see it. And, you know, when you start panicking, yeah, I'm like yeah. panicking, going, where is it? Um, and then, yeah, it just kept wanting to land in the ocean. <laughs> Uh, and then it's saying it couldn't land in the ocean. I'm just like, yep. So 
I've got to get it out a little bit more when I let our last trip to um, South Australia uh, yep. in December, January. We took it. We took it with us. Uh, we did the Salt Lakes near. Oh, I can't even think the name of it off the top of my head. <laughs> Lake Air um, up up north or? Um, no, it far. was no, it wasn't Lake Bum. Oh God! Yeah, um, that's it was okay. near Clare. Uh, anyway, so. So that was the last time we sort of used it when we were on holidays there. And, um, yeah, I haven't really used it much since then. It was really quite windy, though, when we were down on yeah. holidays. So we didn't get to use it as much as what we would have, what I hoped, hoped to. Um, and, yeah, I just haven't really pulled it out of the bag. Every time, like, I've charged up the batteries to get it out, like you know, something happens, or it's too windy, or the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely should get it out. Should get it out more. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I guess that, that, that's why you buy them, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do like that different angle, uh, and you can get some really nice beach photos, and um, yeah. you know. Yeah. Beautiful. You, get a, you also get a lot of the, uh, the, the the sea life being able to see, you know, whales and sharks and schools of fish and that sort of thing. Yeah, see, yeah. See a lot of those sorts of shots. Yeah, well, I'm hoping to to get some whales and stuff this season. Um, didn't get to last year. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind getting it up and getting out to the Noosa headland and, and getting a few different shots like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be nice. You see some really nice um, videos of whales and yeah. and that. So where, where where do you like to shoot mostly? What what you you got a favourite spot or not? Yeah, so a lot of people probably see that I'm at Lake Wyber quite a bit. There's a, yep. a tree there that I like heading to, um, and it's on a really nice still day. You get amazing reflections. Um, and just the character of this particular tree on the lake in different angles that you can capture. Um, it's always really nice to capture those. The really nice. Sun, it's a really good, more sunrise spot than sunset. Yeah, right. Um, but that's definitely one of my one of my favourite spots to shoot because you can seem to capture quite a few images when you're there. Yeah. You do get, I mean, you yeah. do get some nice sunrises up there on occasions. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, we've been but, pretty lucky late, uh, I must say. I don't think we had so many last year, yeah. whether, whether or not I've just been out a lot more, uh, you know, as much. I've just been getting out a lot more too this year so than last year. So whether or not I'm just maybe putting a little bit more effort to, to get up and get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in, in talking about uh, things like um, social media and Instagram, what, what what do you see its impact on photography has been? Yeah, well, I find it a really good platform um, to use, especially because I do sell a few prints and yep. um, online and also my pro media gear as well. So... Um, which I find that if I didn't have social media, you just people won't see images. 
because I shoot a lot of images at Noosa as well and it's quite a touristy place and I guess people tend to see my when they're up holidaying I've sold a lot of images of people that have been up on holidays and have seen an image and gone oh wow I just want that image and and quite a few people have also bought more you know they buy one and then they come back and buy you know another image Yep. Yeah, front frame prints is what I've sold the most. Okay, cool. Uh, so, so do you yeah. just sell them out of your own website, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, people just purchase them through the website. Yeah, and nice. Generally, um, but though I've had people message me on my Instagram that have seen an image that I don't have um, on my website yet, they'll see it, post it, and. Yep. Oh, I want that one, Mess, you know, message me. I really like that one. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I, I, no, I, I really think it, it. social media really does help, um, yeah. yeah. Getting, have you, have um, you looked into the NFT space at all? No. No, okay. I haven't. I, no, I haven't, I haven't really looked much at that at all. <laughs> I might have to now. <laughs> Well, it, I, would, I don't know. There's just just a lot of people jumping into it right now as yeah. a, a new way of buying and selling art. And uh, yeah. I, I've noticed in particular a lot of photographers, in particular landscape photographers, uh, okay. getting into it. Um, I've I've jumped in with a with a couple of things on sale at the moment myself. I haven't haven't sold anything yet, but my, my, maybe that's because nobody likes my images. But you know. <laughs> 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 uh, or, or likes the ones that I put up anyway, but um, yeah, you know, might, might might say more about me than the rest of the uh, the NFT space. <laughs> but oh, it, it, it's yeah, interesting. No. I, I I just find find it interesting as a as a way of uh, you know sort of selling and owning art. As you know, okay. I, I was talking to somebody uh, the other day about it and you know it sort of sounds to me I don't know if it'll ever be the uh, maybe it will maybe it won't but it, I don't think it'll ever replace um, you know uh, art on a wall may, may, maybe with electronic screens if they become you know yeah. cheap enough to, to to put on your wall and you can then choose what uh, what art you want you know by day or yeah. or by hour yeah. or Every every thirty seconds, if you've got enough. Yeah, oh, well, it certainly sounds interesting, but um, yeah. no, I haven't actually ever looked into it or anything. What, what about on online communities? Are you in in any of those, or are, are you just sort of doing it standalone on your on your own? Yeah, no, mainly just doing it. Yeah, on my own, standalone. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's fine. I'm going to be yeah. talking to uh, some of the. Um, uh, women in Focus uh, organisers uh, a little bit later on um, okay. in, in the podcast. I've lined up a couple of couple of discussions there. I don't know if, you, yeah. if you've come across them. I, I, I just I just think things like that where they're organising to you know promote one another's work and everything. I just just find that really an interesting aspect of yeah. social media. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll catch up with a group of friends to go, you know, shooting sunrise or or sunset yeah. and and stuff like that, or um, 
you know, we've gone out uh, shooting Astro in a few groups, you know, a few mates and stuff like that. We'll catch up and make a bit of a night of it. But yep. I'm not actually in any real community. No, no formal community. Like, so no, that's fair um, Just catch up with some friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just go, go shooting. That's oh, a not, not, nice way of doing it, I think. But, uh, oh, for sure. But yeah. norm, normally when you head out in a, um, for sunrise at particular spots, especially on the Sunshine Coast, you always seem to meet up with other photographers oh, and so have you, a chat. <laughs> you, you sometimes can't move for photographers down here in Sydney if, if there's a bang of sunrise on. You know, yeah, there'll be like a lineup of people. Yeah, pretty pretty much. And there's some places where you literally do have to line up, you know, because yep. you know, some, somebody sets up early and you're you're the second or third in line. You you, you know you're not going to get a look in there, but uh, there's a couple of places where, you know, if you're not standing in the the right couple of meters square, you, you're not getting the yeah. not getting the, cold, the right so. shot or the right yeah. angle. <laughs> So you're going to go hunting elsewhere then, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of the one of the disadvantages, I guess, of being a, a, a city-based photographer is, you know, unless you're willing to get out a bit, you know, you you, you tend to. I mean, I, I I love bumping into people and I love talking to them, and you know, I I think it's it's really good. Uh, and to be honest, I think it actually helps the community a bit, you know, by by talking to some of these guys but um yeah mm-hmm. when, when you when you're jostling one another for a comp it just gets a bit you know no. bit much. <laughs> Look, oh, I, I remember about a month or two ago I went shooting down at a particular jetty down Caloundra sometimes yep. it's not uh, photographers in your way it's people oh, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll have the spot to yourself and then all of a sudden like you know a group of fishermen will come and I remember it was a beautiful morning um you could see it, it was developing into a beautiful sunrise and there yep. was this one particular fisherman who was casting his net like off the jetty and he right. you know you don't mind if they sort of stay in one place but he was walking up and down the jetty and you're thinking, how am I going to even get a photo in this particular <laughs> situation just, when they're just throwing this cast net in and dragging it in? And he's wearing a headlamp. Oh, nice. Head yeah, so if, if, you, if you do a long exposure, he's, he's just going to leave all these streaks through it. Nice. Yeah. Oh God. And then it was it was really funny. Again, some my morning went from like that to even worse. So I thought this particular stage, I'm like, oh wow, I'm not gonna get a really any a walk away with much of an image at all. Yeah. And anyway, I went to pick up my bag. My camera bag was like just sitting on the jetty and one of the buckles got jammed in between. Ah, uh, between the, the, the boards, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so here I am, This the sky's exploding with colour and here I'm like, I've just decided that I'm going to move spots. And, and guess can't. what? My bag, my bag was stuck on the jetty. Oh, no. <laughs> oh and here I am, you know, the, the clouds are going off and I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And, you know, I'm just like, should I just leave my bag here? I was like, no, I can't leave. I was like, how am I supposed to? get this thing anyway I, I finally I was like reefing it and 
uh, I eventually got it away, but then the colour pretty much had disappeared. Yeah. So that was my morning. Go, go, go and have coffee and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my bag stuck in the jetty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that was um, an eventful morning. But, um, yeah, we all have mornings like that, don't we? Yeah, I've had a few. There's just times yeah. when you, you are better off just going back to bed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but when when the sky is, like, you know, lighting up and such beautiful colour in the sky, yeah, you, it really it's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So who, who are your main inspirations at the moment? What 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 sort of stuff that that you're seeing sort of makes you go, oh wow, I'd love to do that. Oh God, that's a, a good question. Um, I think just a lot of people on social media that I see just are really inspiring. I don't I don't think it's really it's not really one person in particular for me. I. I see a lot of people's work and um, I think, oh, wow, that's really nice. That's, yep. you know, beautiful photo. And I think that really, I just see something and it inspires me and, and you know, gets me fired up and not one particular, not one particular person really. I always used to like Ken Duncan's um, work. Oh, yeah. I always yep. used to um, love his particular his um, landscape photography. Yeah. yeah, and actually Peter Leake. Um, oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He, he was, a, again, a, a big inspiration for me when we visited. Oh, it was way back in early 2000s. Probably another reason why it really got me, I guess, inspired to do different landscapes and stuff like that, just seeing his... Uh, gallery that was open in Cairns when it was still open right yeah yeah when, when he was and still out there. of here yeah. yeah yeah and um just seeing his his work and what he'd taken photos of and from way back then so that was um definitely something I just thought wow it was like all the different um Antelope Canyon was a particular place um, that I saw one of yeah, his photos. Yeah, no, he's, he's done some stunning shots of that. Yeah, yeah, but but pretty much um, around you know nowadays, I just I look for inspiration like all around me really on social media. It's it's not one particular person that I really follow. It's like you know, I see everyone. Just I really love watching everybody's work and yep. seeing what they're doing and. Yeah, yeah. There, there's yeah. a there's a lot of lot of really quality uh, photographers floating around at the moment. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm kind of the same. There, I mean, there's there's a few that I sort of go back to that are are, are always um, you know reliable. But um, yeah, there's just so many people out there. It'd be hard to hard to name. Yeah, um, and they and they all do. Well, everyone does such beautiful work, even you. <laughs> even you, Grant. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody likes it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, and and like I said, there's a lot of pe- nice um, astro 
uh, work too. I wouldn't mind. I haven't done a great deal of astro. I wouldn't mind trying some time lapses and some star trails and just yeah, takes yeah. a lot of time, that's all. Yeah, yeah you t- I tend to just go to a location, maybe go for an hour or so and, and sort of come home. And when you've got a family, yep. um, I guess that relies on you and... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, sort of, it's tough getting the time to, particularly, know. you know, astro season, it, it's not so bad when it's sort of uh, earlier in the evening that, you know, you've got the core rising or something. Yeah. But, you know, there, there, there's times when, you know, if you want to line it up with a mountain or a, a tree or something, yeah. and that, that yeah. uh, that's only going to happen at 2 o'clock in the morning. You know? Yeah. Doing that when you got kids, I, I, I'm yeah. with you. It's, uh, yeah, it's not easy. It's not 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 something no. that's uh, you know re- readily accessible all the time. But uh, no, yeah. no, it makes it quite a bit harder, I guess, when you've got a lot of other things. And especially too, I'm getting older. I love. I need my beauty sleep so I can function <laughs> the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've given up on that. I've got a I've got a good head for radio and, and podcasting. Not uh, that's uh, why I'm not doing uh, any vlogging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so what, what do you see is the most important thing about being a photographer? Yeah. You know, what what what's most important to you about it? Oh God. Um, I don't know. I just oh, for me, it's just. I, I just love the great outdoors and just just getting out and shooting. Um, yep. And it just, I, I guess, oh, um, yeah. I'm just trying to think, but yeah, I just I just love getting out and capturing the different light. Just knowing that you, well, you never know what it's what to expect, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, for, for me, I, I really enjoy getting uh, getting up early, you know, particularly for sunrise, being on the East Coast, that, that tends to be what you go for mostly. But um, it's just knowing that, you know, mo- most of the people in Sydney at least are asleep and I'm getting to see something and, and potentially show them something if they if they can be bothered to, to, to look at my shots on, on social media. Yeah. But, uh, you know, get get them to see and experience some of what uh, yeah, what I'm seeing. Sure. You know, because I, I I think you know if if you can get up and get out there early, it's just a privilege to see some of that because you know a lot of people don't don't see it because they're they're sensible and they stay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I know some photographers prefer sunrise or or sunset and um, whereas me I, I like shooting both but um yeah I guess I'm, I'm the same it's just um, being on the east coast there's there, there tends to be more, more sunrise sun, exactly sunrise more, than sunset sun, yeah. yeah there's just more yeah. opportunity I think but, yeah um, there is I mean there are places where you can do a sunrise down here but um they're they're not as they're just not as numerous as the uh the sunrises yeah Whereas I guess for sunset here, I like heading, like I said earlier, like heading up, climbing a mountain. We got a nice spot, Mount Tikiwa, which is a nice sunset location, has a nice view. Um, uh, But, yeah, otherwise for sunset you sort of 
it, it's a bit harder to find a really nice location um, to capture the yeah, cool. Yeah, capture in that particular direction, I guess. Yep. <laughs> so what what are, what are you doing when you're not out shooting? I do I do have another job as well, which I've been doing for uh, twenty odd years as well. I, I work at a tile shop, so I do that as well as my photography business. Yep. That so keeps me busy working there and my photography. Um. So I, I do that as well. I sell sure. tiles and help help people with um, colour selection yep. for renovation in their um, cool. new home. So got married and married into a tile business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. It sounds so, good. Keeps, keeps me um, very busy. Yeah, and then also my pro media gear, which is um, sell tripods and, and gimbals as well. So okay, I import yep. them from America. So I've been doing that for since late oh, about August two thousand and eighteen. Right. So yep. that and that all started from me trying to find a good, good reliable tripod, something yep. that wasn't made in China. Um, yep. I just want a good quality um, tripod that would withstand, you know, heavy winds and in water but when I'm shooting waterfalls yep. uh, as I'd been let down by quite a few tripods. So, yeah, I did a lot of research and, um, and bought a TR344L um, from them and, yeah, I was just really impressed with the quality and... I just talked with the owners and it turned into, yeah, importing and becoming a, cool. an Australian um, reseller and distributor. Nice. Very nice. So, yeah, so it's really good quality products, like I said, made in America. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so it keeps me very busy as well um, with that, as well as my photography and selling prints. Nice. Yeah. I got one one more question, and for me, it's the most important one: uh, pineapple on pizza. Pineapple on pizza. <laughs> That's a, um, yeah, I don't mind pineapple on pizza, so it's a yes for me. <laughs> <laughs> Good. No worries. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing 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 a bit of an experiment with this to see see who yeah. likes it, who doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I know a lot of people that don't like it, including yeah. my other half. He'd be like shaking his head going, oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a love-hate thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 But no, I certainly don't mind it. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Oh, well, thanks very much for uh, talking me uh, talking to me, uh, Marissa. I've really enjoyed thanks it. Thanks for having um, me. And it was great learning more about you and how you get uh, your great results. Where can people find your work? So I'm on Instagram, Marissa Knight Photography, and I'm also on Facebook, Marissa Knight Photography too. So I'm on both. That's great. Yeah, All right. both Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Thanks yeah. again for 
listening to Landscape Photography World. I hope you enjoyed the show and keep listening because I'll be joined by some great guests in upcoming episodes. You can find mm. my work and this podcast at grantswinburnphotography.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. I'm Grant Swinburne and hope to see you out shooting soon.